Hey, what's going on, everybody? Long time no see. Day one. Day one again. How many of them can you have? Well, we're going to have another one right now. Uh, listen, little changes. Little changes over time are what's starting to help me out, man. I, you read David Goggins' book. He did not become the Navy SEAL overnight. He failed, failed again. And that's really what success is, I suppose. It's just a slow upward trajectory like the S&P 500, Dow Jones International. goes up, it goes down. Uh, but over the last 100 years, it's always gone up by 10%. So I'm, I'm on a little tear right now. Is I've had 33 days of shooting my bow in a row, a la Cameron Haynes' Keep Hammering. So shout out, Cameron. Thank you. And uh, been on a streak of nine weeks. This is week 10 uh, of training. So basically what happened is every day this past 31 days, I have shot my bow, a recurve, bear Kodak Magnum. I have done 20 minutes of yoga. I have done about 10 to 12 minutes of feet training. And I have done between 20 and 30 minutes of back PT or core Here's the thing, I was flat on my back at the end of June. The end of the school year came, and the very first day of summer vacation found me unable to walk. I slept out in the yard with my wife, uh, slept in you know, slept in a tent, but got up the next morning and literally had to crawl across the yard. I just ignored a bunch of signals, ignored a bunch of pain. And so I spent all summer rehabbing that instead of going and visiting different athletes around the Northeast. Uh, you know, I, another podcast that I'm into. And here's the thing. It's been a slow recovery, and what I'm learning, Kai Green, all these people, is just just putting the work in. There's nothing glamorous about it. There's nothing fun about it. You just got to put the work in. And so what that looks like at this point is what would it take to be the top athlete? What would it take to be the top teacher? What would it take to be the top hunter? And what I'm realizing is you put the time in and you get the outcome and instead of labeling the dream you can just determine the process i don't have to say oh i'm going to be an olympic distance age group national champion in the triathlon by x day i don't have to say oh i'm going to hike the entire long trail i don't have to say oh i'm going to shoot six deer in a season, and I'm going to travel to Iowa one day, and I'm going to shoot 130 class big buck. Don't put your don't put yourself in a box. Don't put myself in a box. I can be anything, but all of those things of the that big anything world, all of those things will only be reached through certain steps. I'm doing my yoga every day. At some point, when this yoga is like sleeping and I'm not doing anything and I haven't made any gains, then I'm going to replace that time with something else. But what I have done is I have dedicated, if, you, if you're talking 20 minutes to yoga and you're talking 10 minutes to feet and another 20 to 30 minutes of back PT or core, well, I'm almost at an hour. I'm at 50 minutes of, quote, athleticism a day. And then I shoot my bow another 10 minutes. So all of I'm always going to shoot the bow. You can't you can't not shoot the bow, but in terms of those athletic endeavors, those will shift over time as I get older and as my body grows, but me dedicating that portion of my day to my health or to my fitness, that will always be there. And I'm thinking that's what they're talking about when they say fall in love with the process. Fall in love 
with what you allocate. What what have you allocated? How if you want to be, let's say we, we take a professional triathlete. Okay, they train. How much do they train? Well, you're going to say minimum two hours a day. So here's the thing. If you're not a professional triathlete, you could still train two hours a day. That's what it takes. Now, your training is going to look way different because you're totally out of shape. Maybe you're broken. Maybe you're beat up, whatever. But if you're setting aside two hours a day right now and you continue to do that, Someday you will be a professional triathlete. And what's crazy, man, here at work, I've got this workshop coming up. I'm leading a classroom management workshop. At least three people have signed up. I'm really hoping more have, but whatever. Minimum was three. Uh, I'm a fairly new teacher, so I'm I'm flattered that anybody even thought it was valuable enough to attend and, and try to get some tips and Hopefully we can help each other with some strategies that will make meaningful connections with our students and build relationships. But that public speaking bit is going to require me to be articulate. And smoking dope does not help me do that. Uh, Smoking dope does not help my productivity. Smoking dope does not help me get after it. You know, there's an amotivational syndrome that people talk about with marijuana. And... You can kind of dumb it down to this idea that things aren't as cool without the weed. And if things aren't as cool without the weed, it means things are more cool with the weed. So laying on the couch, looking at my phone, or laying at the couch, trolling the web, or pittering around the house, kind of puttering through dishes or something, yeah, those those things might feel cool while I'm high, but the reality is they're not. They're not cool. Thing is, you're just not living in reality. So anyway, today was kind of a new... Yesterday and today were kind of new for me because I also added meditation and reading the Bible. You guys know I have meditated. I've got experience with that in the past. Vipassana, I used to do an hour a day. made a huge difference in my life. The thing is, the the physical, that warrior, I I can't get away from it. And, And that can be meditative if you're not listening to music during your training and if you're focusing on your breath and if you're focusing on your technique with a near manic intensity, which is what I have because I am a nutcase for technique. So anywho, I'm saying, you know what? I can do 10 minutes, at least 10 minutes of meditating in the morning. I'm waking up at four o'clock. I've been waking up at four o'clock every day for, I don't know you guys, for, for months now, at least five months. I feel like it feels like at least. (laughs) So if I wake up at four, I go pee, I come in this back room, I meditate till 4.30, at 4.30 I transition to the Bible, I read the Bible until 4.45, taking notes as I do so, then at 4.45 I stop doing that, now what's the next thing? Well, the next thing is take the dog outside, you know, it's, it's, the, it's starting in the morning, take the dog outside, have my green shake, have my protein shake, and do some Wim Hof breathing, gotta throw that in there, at 5.30, thing buzzes, I'm on my morning routine, the yoga, the back BT, the feet, shooting my bow. 60 minutes minimum because at 6.30, I'm getting out of here. I got to get ready to go to work. Uh, I used to like being the first one at the office. I took a lot of pride in that. It was old David Goggins, take their soul. like. And now, I am I guess I'm thinking broader, like more at a, at a larger scale. Yeah, I could show up to work and be the first one there. Or I could just stay an extra half hour and I'll have the exact same amount of time. But my mornings, I will have put the priorities first. And it's such a relief, you guys. It is such a relief going through the rest of your day, having already taken care of the necessities. I already did my yoga. I already did my back PT. 
I already shot my bow. And then the feet training, too, is something that's very important to me. Um, look up Jay Dicary, super phenomenal stuff. What I'm saying is, is day one, I just got over the coronavirus. I smoked all the way through the coronavirus. It definitely inhibited my recovery. Um, and now I'm reading this awesome book about Ayurvedic medicine. And there's nothing to it but to do it. I'm just I'm back on the wagon. I hope you guys are too. Uh, I love you guys very deeply. And I, this needs to be a little more interactive. So shoot me an email at uh, quittingmarijuanapodcast at gmail.com. That's quittingmarijuanapodcast at gmail.com. Be totally anonymous. doesn't matter to me. Jonah's not my real name. This is anonymous. Just let me know your story, man. Let me know something you're struggling with or if you have quit. Uh, what it was that it really changed in your life. Like, let's, let's, I'd love to hear some people, you know, hear, hear from you guys because there, listen, thousands of people have downloaded this and I, I'm not even consistent. But it, it would mean the world if any of those people reached out and were like, hey, I'm going through this too. Because marijuana is some dark horse. It's some strange societal, like, ooh, it's illegal, so we can't talk about it. Uh, but the thing is, we're all going through it. And it's it's counterculture. It's counterculture to think that we can be like taken in by this because it's so slow that the effects are not so obvious like alcohol. It's, it's just it's like the frog in the pot of boiling water. Anyway, I really appreciate you sticking with me. We're going to be in this together. And uh, man, as J.K. Rowling said, rock bottom became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life. And uh, our Bible verse of the day, something I read out of the chapter of Matthew, um, been doing the New Testament. Oh man, I don't even know. Let's let's try this one. Um, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I love you guys. Remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.